Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in with me on this next episode on the Bible Study Podcasts. Um, this is Danny. For those who have, uh, maybe this is your first time, I want to welcome you. I hope that both um, any visitors or those who have been with me on this journey through this podcast are finding and will find uh, something rich and deep to minister to their hearts and souls and to really uh, bring the Word of God alive. I, I hope that um, I am able to share some insights that the Lord has shown me that will kind of renew your excitement around Scripture um, and and discover there is a eternal treasure trove to discover in it. And so thank you again for being with me. Uh, you may have noticed, um, if you've been with me for a while, there's some new kind of intro and um, outro music, so I hope that's a, a, a exciting change. Um, it's been a while, and so just want to update some of that. Um, I'd also ask just here, too, at the beginning, um, I would love to hear from you on suggestions or ideas that you may have to make the podcast better, um, things that you would like to, to hear, um, or experience in certain episodes, just whatever feedback that you would have. I'd love to make this better um, and more uh, receptive to the people who would come across these episodes. Um, and also, please share with your friends and, and across your sphere of influence so that these can get to further um, and further places across the world as they already have, and God is blessed, and I'm um, just abundantly grateful. So I'm excited to just talk about this particular episode, and I want to just pose a question to you. And th the question was posed to me um, in as I was reading this Bible story. Many of you may be familiar with it. Um, I have come across it many times, but I felt like the Lord posed that question to me. So I want to read this this portion of Scripture, the story, and and then I'll suggest the question to you. So we'll find ourselves in the book of Luke, chapter 18, and we'll start in verse 35 and read through verses 43. And it says, As he approached Jericho, that's Jesus, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who were in front sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he shouted even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him, 
glorifying God, and all the people, when they saw it, praised God. Now, there is much that we could talk about, unpack, discover. Um, I want to be intentional about a very small segment of this story. And I am tempted to go many different ways and uh, just excited about what this text offers. But for the purposes of this episode, um, the question that the Lord asked me was, if I was to come to you, what would you ask me to do for you? And when that, when that question kind of dropped into my heart, I was a bit surprised. Though I think, I think that I've thought in some regards about this type of question many times. I've thought about what I would wish the Lord would allow me to do. Um, whether that's have the ability to um, you know, heal the sick, um, intervene in particular situations where you know, mirac- miraculous things are required. Um, whatever the situation, there's, there's times where I have you know, my, my desire, my ask of the Lord is to allow me to, to make a difference in that way. Um, and as my relationship with the Lord has continued and grown, hopefully, I have seen my asks to uh, develop, uh, to evolve, um, hopefully to grow. And, and so when that question came to me, if I was to come to you, what would you ask me to do for you? So I thought about it, and I kept thinking about it, and I found myself in kind of this fearful, holy moment of, what would I say? And, and I felt a, an importance in the question, as though, you know, choose wisely, I you know, I hate to unspiritualize the moment, but I don't know if you are familiar with um, you know, any of the Indiana Jones um, movies. And there's one ep- one scene where Indiana Jones is seeking the Holy Grail, and he must choose, but choose wisely. And so I can't help but think about that here in this moment. And that was the kind of feeling that I had in that moment when the question posed to me, choose what you would pick, but choose wisely there was a there was a um, a pressure um, to to the question and to the answer and as I began to kind of unpack some of my thoughts I, I feel like a further kind of revelation came inside of the question as I processed it and it is that how you answer reveals, at least to a degree, and maybe to a great degree, of 
where you are spiritually. And I want this question to be posed to each each one of you listening. If if Jesus stepped to you, came to where you were, and asked you the question, what would you have me do for you? Or what could I, what can I do for you? What would your answer be? I want you to to genuinely and intentionally think about the question and seek to answer it. I think there's two things important inside of addressing this question. Number one, I want you to pay careful attention to your first reaction because a lot of times our minds can get so um, kind of um, so involved in responses that we can kind of tangle up the desires of our heart. Oftentimes, the first thing out of us is a great reflection of what's inside of us. And Jesus even said, you know, out of um, out of the mouth, the heart the heart speaks, or out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So um, there's a there's a truth to what comes out of us is is a reflection of what's inside of us. And so pay close attention to that first or that knee jerk um, response that you would have because I think that's a great indicator of what's inside of your heart. Now, I think it's important in this question to genuinely answer it, not not feel pressure to um, necessarily spiritualize it, though a spiritual answer is perfectly um, perfectly fine. And in in all honesty, I think that if, um, from my perspective, if the Lord is asking what could he do for you? I hope, my hope, is that we could have a ask of Jesus of something of eternal value and not just a physical, earthly value. That being said, um, your answer may indeed be something of material um, essence. Um one person may say, uh, you know, I'm in dire financial need and I need, if Jesus asked, what can I do for you? It would be some kind of financial deliverance or um, financial intervention. Others, it may be a physical uh, need that they would ask of the Lord. Others, it may be a combination, a spiritual, physical component, whatever it is, I want to pose the question, and I want you to think about it, and because I think that in your answer, it it will reveal something important to you that could be um, insightful to your internal condition. So, um, the more I thought about 
what my response would be, the more I found myself hesitant to respond because I wanted to get it, it right. Um, that's not necessarily the goal of this exercise because the hope is that it reflects to you what you may not be able to see about yourself. So don't overthink it, but do give it a, a honest, um, an honest shake, so to speak, of what is it that you desire. If you could have one desire fulfilled by the Lord Jesus, what would it be? So I will, I will just leave this episode with that question. If he came to you and, and said, what can I do for you? What would you say? Um, so thank you for being with me on this episode. I hope that it gives you something to chew on, to digest, to assess, and then interact with the Lord on what it is that he's showing you through your response and what, what could be done about that. And so thank you so much for being with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. God bless.